You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. And with some of my voice back, <laughs> I am Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. You sounded just like the Yahoo guy. Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> Although I can't project that much yet. And you no. still feel, well, I feel, you don't feel it, but I feel hoarseness still. But um, I'm getting there. Much better than it was after, with the surgery a week and a half ago. Um, it was a bug, Dave. No, it was a uh, polyp on my vocal cord, which I'm told, <laughs> the doctor tells me, I've got to love this guy, Richard Vivero of Coral Gables, uh, who had our show on in the operating room. That impressed the heck out of me. I mean, they're wheeling me in. I haven't been knocked out yet because it wasn't hallucinating or anything. And they were playing our show. And then they were chatting with me a little bit, and then apparently the anesthesiologist snuck up behind me, because then the only thing I remember after that is waking up in recovery. But then the doctor tells me, yeah, we were listening to the show the whole time, and we heard the part where you and Chris were talking about, you hope I have good malpractice insurance. <laughs> I went, oh, oops. <laughs> he said, I figured it was sh- your shtick, because you, you're funny. I went, yeah, I'm funny, all right. <laughs> And this is as he's scoping me the other day to make sure that the the work was done well and it looks good. And it was a little more harsh scoping, I think, than it was previously. I think he was taking it out on me. How's that for malpractice? Mm -hmm. But he said, I did very well in surgery. I said, what do you mean me? I was out. I hope you did well. And he said, we both did very well. And you've been successfully depolyped. Yes, and he even showed me the pictures that he took after scoping through the nose and down the throat and gagging me like crazy. But he said, look, healthy vocal cords getting there, he said, <laughs> not quite there. So I'm not allowed to project like I would normally. So instead, I have my microphone turned up more. But I've had people tell me, oh, but you sound very sensuous now. <laughs> I'm going to go with that, right? Um, on this Father's Day weekend, by the way, happy Dad's Day to all the fathers out there. So happy Dad's Day. Oh, thank you. Well, Dad's Day weekend, because maybe you're hearing this on Saturday. Maybe you're hearing it on Sunday. Maybe you're hearing it seven weeks later on the stream. Could be. (laughs) Whenever. But glad to have everyone with us. And since you can't project, I'm here to say that we are coming from the Dexcom G6 Studios. Make knowledge your superpower for managing type 1 diabetes. Visit dexcom.com. Ah, thank you very much, because anything that I can do to speak less, he allowed me... After eight days of complete silence, and I did have to admit, I said, all right, Doc, I've got to tell you, during those eight days, twice, all alone at home, I did say, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> and, and, and the sad part is when you told me that, I could actually picture you sitting there actually saying those words, yes. testing, one, two, three. But most people would just pick something to say or yeah. you know, maybe hum a little tune or sing. No, but, you, <laughs> but this was like three days after the surgery, and I thought... I don't know if I have any voice, let alone is it okay. I had to do it. 
And that relieved me, gave me a little less pressure. And then I didn't do it again for another like three or four days. And then when I told him I did that, he goes, I figured you would. (laughs) He says, but I want you to speak only a half an hour a day for the first few days, then go to an hour. I'm actually up to about an hour and a half. So today's three-hour show. (laughs) Don't tell the doctor, okay? But I'm going to be very um, non-projecting. And because, come on, I can't afford not to let oh, this heal properly. You're, you're silent during the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And during the calls, yeah. which is why it's great that our listeners love us so much that a bunch of them called. So well, they're, they're calling because, of course, we've kicked off the big uh, annual uh, Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer giveaway. Oh, that's why they're calling. With tons well, and tons and tons and tons of cool stuff. Yes. And stay tuned because we're going to tell you about that cool stuff and how you can participate and win. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, we're getting close to probably twenty grand worth of uh, prizes in our hallway here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're almost floor to ceiling again. As you go down the long hallway into the studio, every year uh, we judge the popularity of the contest by folks participating and sending prizes by how many we have in the in the hallway as well, and it's huge. So take Cam's advice, so I don't have to say it so often. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Cameron. And stay tuned because next segment we'll tell you some of the stuff you can win when you participate by calling 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686, or uh, using the app, which is free and it doesn't cost you a thing. That would be the Into Tomorrow app. Into Tomorrow app. All you do is search those two words in your app store, and there's a message to studio button, which allows you to send an audio message right to us. Good. Or you can do the same kind of thing at our site, intotomorrow.com. There's a little Ask Dave button with a microphone. Hmm. You can record a, a question, a comment, some help for our listeners, some tech rage. Well, that whole week plus when I wasn't allowed to talk, but I was here, of course. You know, I, I'm still executive producer as well as host, even if I couldn't be hosting much. Um, and I'm doing a lot of sign language, and I don't know sign language, and neither does anybody here. But we were learning some things, whether it was proper or not. And one of my staff brought this in. Yeah, but now I, I think come on for that. I didn't use it very often. I think maybe three times in the week, and it was only because nobody was around, and I had to like sign something. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of us learned how bad we are at uh, reading lips. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I just kept pointing people to go back to the control yeah, room or go to your desk. I remember you and were trying to like mouth something to me several times, and I would just say, "Just send me an IM. I'll go. I'll go back to my desk and read it." <laughs> you think it was bad for you? Imagine me. I couldn't say anything except testing one, two, three, twice in eight days. Uh, but it's getting there. So thank you all of you for. Uh, helping me out and a lot of people thank you so much uh, we're posting on facebook and instagram and twitter and everything all the anti-social media that you know i was in their prayers and i very much appreciate it i mean you know i've i've said forever give me a broken arm or a leg and i can god forbid still make a living but give me laryngitis or in this case four months worth of a polyp and i just couldn't speak properly and i'm in trouble so Hopefully you don't mind this week and probably most of next week me speaking like this with just the microphone turned up and then back to normal if all goes well, probably by the third week. But I'm not um, going through puberty again as I was every time I opened my mouth. couldn't finish a sentence. So you're quiet quiet talking. It's not you auditioning to replace Delilah? (laughs) God. (laughs) No. Okay. No. I don't know what it is. I just – sometimes I can – Tune her in, but most of the time, I got to tune her out. 
You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. Just not my thing, I guess. Oh, probably like me being a divorcee. It's like, eh. yeah. <laughs> so it is Father's Day weekend. Yeah. So make sure that you've uh, taken care of your dad, hint, hint, that you've given him nice tech gifts, at least a nice lunch. You know, maybe breakfast in bed, but you don't live with me, so I don't expect that. And that would be weird. Like, can, uh, who's waking me up this early? Who's at my door? <laughs> send uh, the McDelivery, McDonald's, Uber Eats. I'll send Uber Eats to your house for <laughs> breakfast. And then I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was the weirdest thing, though? I had in, insurance company, doctor's offices, all these various people calling me. Now, I put on my voicemail on my cell phone and my business phone before I went in for the vocal cord surgery that I'm going into vocal cord surgery and will be unable to speak. So please email me. I kept getting so many messages. Oh, sorry we missed you. Please call me back at your earliest convenience. What part of I can't speak? And oh my, it was frustrating as hell. And, well, and I have to, and I have to kind of share, you know, because of course you're the tech guy, and you know what I found one of the most uh, interesting or odd or funny or we'll just say cool because you're the tech guy. Things was careful. You, I'll, uh, I'll using, give you that again. Using your voice to text in Microsoft Word, you had typed out several uh, common phrases, <laughs> yes. especially for like when when your security <laughs> gate calls you with a visitor about you know just so you can have the computer kind of speak with it what yes. you want to say. I should have I should have put it on this laptop so that I could share some of those with you. That's true. That was uh, in in word text to I speech. Remember, I, you know, I remembered uh, you know walking into the office and you just like looking you know with, like this proud look on your face and I hear your computer say. Hello, security gate. <laughs> yes, you can let them in. Please remind them <laughs> which turn. <laughs> yeah, I had to be come on. I had to be somewhat creative. And how about the uh, the notepad scratch with your finger on my smartphone thing that you helped me find? I was using that a lot. I mean, I was afraid to go to Publix or Target or something when I needed something because. I can't speak, and the people are going to think, "Well, how weird is that? How rude!" And the, and the, and the text-to-speech app we found on on the, your Android tablet, that then uh, Cameron got a hold of and started making it talk about oh, farts and poops. And yes. <laughs> oh my God. God love him. And poor Cameron, he kept bringing his ear close to my mouth, like say it again. I said, "I can't whisper." The doctor actually said whispering is worse. Now, those who know anything about that, if you've got laryngitis or something, you have to just remain quiet. That's the best way to heal. Now, if you've got a polyp nodule thing like I did, you've got to get it cut out or cut off, whatever. And it was just weird. I mean, your vocal cords aren't very big to begin with. And then to have a big old polyp on them, no wonder I couldn't speak properly for a long time. And they finally had it because steroids weren't working and speech therapy, which I always thought was funny. What You want me to go to speech therapy? I know how to speak. I'm a talk show host. Well, it's not for that. It's breathing and projecting. Again, I know how to do that, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so thank you. I survived. Thanks again for all the kind words and wishes and, and prayers and all the good stuff. And hang in there with me as I sensuously bring you further into tomorrow. We do have some tech news. We do. Uh, Roger Waters, founding member of Pink Floyd, slammed Mark Zuckerberg after uh, shooting down Facebook's request to use one of Pink Floyd's most well-known songs. Great story. Uh, Waters was at a pro-Julian Assange event when he said he received a letter from Zuckerberg with a request to use the 1979 song Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 for an ad for Instagram. (laughs) He read part of the letter, which said, We feel that the core sentiment of this song is still so prevalent and so necessary today, which speaks to how timeless the work is. 
kids, which right there, you know, Zuckerberg's trying to butter him up. And, of you course. Know, you know. And apparently offered him a lot of money, didn't yeah. say, but people were speculating like maybe $30 million or something. Yeah. Waters then said, it arrived this morning with an offer for a huge, huge amount of money. <laughs> and the answer is, and I'm going to edit this for radio, F you, no effing way. <laughs> he added, <laughs> I love that he said that to Zuckerberg. Yeah. Uh, I love he it. added, I only mention this because this is an insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything. I will not be a party to this BS. Again, censored for radio. <laughs> he then called Mark Zuckerberg a name that I can't use on the radio and one of the most powerful idiots in the world. True, on, on all aspects. That's good. So good on him. So I guess you won't hear any Pink Floyd songs in any Facebook or Instagram ads. <laughs> Are they still around? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> but good for them. They're old I mean, as dirt, but they're around. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, I thought that was an incredible story. And the fact that he made it so public, it was like, not a chance. Uh-huh. And then, you know, his response and so forth. He did not hold back. In fact, I heard audio of his response. So apparently, I don't know if he posted audio on Twitter or something or, or just reading his response back. But I thought it was great. A new petition is looking to make Blue Origin founder Jeff Bezos' upcoming suborbital spaceflight a one-way trip. Oh. <laughs> The Change.org petition, which was launched last week and has had several thousand signatures so far, is urging that the Amazon founder be denied re-entry into Earth's atmosphere <laughs> following Blue Origin's first passenger flight set for July 20th. The petition's organizer wrote, quote, Jeff Bezos is actually Lex Luthor disguised as the supposed owner of a super successful online retail store. However, he's actually an evil overlord hell-bent on global domination. We've known this for years. Be me into tomorrow with Dave Graveline. (laughs) And stay there. (laughs) One individual who signed the petition called Bezos a leech that is hoarding capital while billions starve and struggle. Meanwhile, others commented that Bezos should take SpaceX and Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg with him. Well, he can leave Elon here. Yeah. Uh, he's doing some good stuff, I think, yeah. and he's a much more interesting character. And I, but know. Zuckerberg and Bezos, one way to space? Oh, yeah. man, I'm I'm all for and that. I never participated in any of these you know, online petitions, but uh, I kind of signed this one. Oh. <laughs> and, and based on this moment, there was over 7,000. So imagine yeah. folks looking into it now. It's probably a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Pretty. T. Cool. I love it. Steve in Kenosha, Wisconsin, listens to our free podcasts. And we love you, Steve, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. I'm about to move into a new apartment, and I'm looking for the best kind of Wi-Fi router, I guess. A small apartment, about 1,000 square feet, nothing huge, but uh, what's something that I can kind of connect? Uh, obviously, working from home a lot and streaming, so uh, just want your suggestions. Thanks, guys, and Hopefully your surgery went well, Dave, and all is good. Uh, Thank you, Steve. Appreciate that very much. If your apartment is 1,000 square feet, just about any router will do. Now, the best thing you can do is not go for the cheapest model you can find. Uh, More expensive models will, of course, work better and need to be restarted a lot less often. Some even handle that in the background, so you never even have to do it yourself. Unless you're a hardcore gamer, you probably don't need anything like a Netgear Nighthawk 6E, which (laughs) would probably cost you about 500 bucks. But you can look at something like the $100 TP-Link Archer AX50, which can handle the same speeds. You can also try a Linksys EA6350 for less than 100 bucks, or an Asus AC2900 for under 200. Mm. And don't worry about remembering all these model numbers. As always, we'll have all of this in this week's show notes at intotomorrow.com. Just look for the show for uh, June 18th, Father, Hour One, Father's Day weekend. Yes. 
Um, now, all of those routers are gigabit routers, so streaming shouldn't be a problem as long as your Internet connection is fast enough. Now, if your walls are particularly thick, you can look into mesh routers, but those will cost you more money, and you most likely won't need them to cover a 1,000 square feet. So basically, Steve, just avoid those $20 routers, and you will be happier in the long run. Meantime, again, thanks for your kind words. Let's meet at intotomorrow.com. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499-800-683-9499-800-683-9499. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm sort of back. And I'm very happy about that. Getting there, getting much better every day. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start a podcast. Visit blubrry.com. Stay tuned. Coming up in the next segment, we'll be chatting with Michael Brownold. He's the CEO of LFO. We've talked about uh, their company and have, have had giveaways from them. He's going to be telling us about their new product that they have provided several of for the summer giveaway that helps remind parents of the pressure cargo strapped in that car seat behind them as they get out of the car. Yep, very true. Very cool interview. And it's also, of course, on video. So visit us at intotomorrow.com and you'll see the items we're talking about. Speaking of precious cargo. Oh my gosh, it's time for the cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Man, do we have a whole bunch of cool things for you. Here is just some of them, and here's the deal. No promises, no guarantees. But when you call in any number of ways, Chris is going to share that with you in a minute, we want you to tell us two or three of the items that we mentioned. They're also listed at intotomorrow.com. They're listed on our weekly tech newsletter so that we'll do our best to get one of those things to you so we know it's something useful. For example, from WeBoost, they've sent several of their drive sleek single-user vehicle cell phone signal boosters valued at 200 bucks a piece. Uh, from Audio-Technica, we've got QuietPoint wireless active noise-canceling in-ear headphones. How about from Razer, Black Widow Life Silent Mechanical Keyboard to up your productivity. And Kayo Webcam, perfect work-from-home webcam with built-in adjustable ring light. Very cool. From Yamaha, we've got the EAD-10 drum module, transforms acoustic drum sounds with studio-quality digital effects, and the SHS-500 Sonogenic Keytar, enabling playing without wrong notes. And we mentioned LFO a few minutes ago. They sent several of their Eclip Baby Seat Car Alarms. Peace of mind to busy parents and save your child. Yes, indeed. From Viper, their color OLED two-way security and remote start system, and that's worth 600 bucks. so you might win one of those. From Vox Electronics, we've got Vox Power System, 
emergency installed battery backup system for your vehicle, the power you need when you need it most. They also sent a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle digital smart TV overhead monitor system valued at $700. And from TypeWise, we've got 25 promo codes for a lifetime subscription to the TypeWise custom keyboard for Android devices. OWC sent us a bunch of cool stuff, too, including their USB-C travel dock to simplify your mobile connectivity. They sent five of those worth 55 bucks a pop. And their Envoy Pro Electron 1 terabyte, the fastest, toughest USB-C SSD. They sent a couple of those at $250 each. Now, how does one participate? Very easy. You could uh, call the 800 number, and uh, that's uh, 800-899-INTO. 800-899-4686. You could use our free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio option there that will allow you to record a very decent quality audio message and send it to us. Or you could uh, ask Dave via our website. There's a little red Ask Dave microphone thing that's right there on the right-hand side or the bottom right, depending on what kind of browser you're using, mobile, tablet, or otherwise. And hit that. Boom. Yeah, the only two requirements are that you have a browser and a microphone, yeah. any device. Yeah. You can uh, send us an audio question that way and uh, win. All you have to do is participate that way and get your call on the air and let us hear your voice, and we will send you prizes. That's the key. Be heard. Intotomorrow.com. How? This is the sound of managing your type 1 diabetes using finger sticks. Ow! This is the sound of managing your diabetes with the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Learn more at Dexcom.com. Finger sticks required for diabetes treatment decisions if symptoms or expectations do not match readings. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I am Dave Graveline. This, our 26th year, bringing you the latest in cool gadgets and gizmos, products and services, all sorts of neat things available today and into tomorrow. And, of course, in the middle of our huge, cool, into tomorrow, hot summer giveaway, so don't hesitate to call in and participate, ask any questions, help another listener, share your favorite app these days and why, anything. As long as we get to hear you on the air, you automatically qualify and win goodies. So call in, win stuff. It's very easy. Visit us at intotomorrow.com for more. Our next guest company offers innovative child and baby safety products, empowering parents to keep their families safe and healthy. We're delighted to have back with us again the CEO of LFO is Michael Brownold. Michael, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. And it's a pleasure to be back on the show again. We're glad to have you with us. We had one of our most popular recent big giveaways, if you will, was your e-therm thermometer, your touchless uh, push-the-button, the kind of thermometer we see everybody using going into a doctor's office or what have you, uh, and in some cases retail businesses still. Um, and it was the single most popular item for a long time. And then you have now a new e-clip that is helping to save um, kids, children, toddlers that are in a, a baby seat in the car. Tell me about eClip. Sure. Um, 
just a quick word about Ethem. Ethem is one of our top sellers. It's an extremely popular device. As you mentioned, it's become a device which is in, I would say, bathroom cabinets all over the country. Yeah. And uh, we're very pleased that uh, you were able to highlight it on your show as well. Oh, for sure. Regarding, uh, regarding Eclip, uh, Eclip, as you mentioned, is, we believe, truly an innovative product. And uh, we feel very passionate about it because it really is there to help prevent uh, parents or caregivers accidentally uh, forgetting their children or babies in the back of the car when they exit their vehicle. And it happens, unfortunately, all around the country, around the world, for that matter, all too often. And people say, oh, my gosh, I would never forget my son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter. But it happens, and it's very unfortunate. So something like Eclip can literally save their lives. Absolutely. The point you made is very, very true in terms of most people, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm saying this seriously, unfortunately, don't realize that it could actually happen to them. Um, statistics and, and case studies show that um, the people who actually leave their child in the back of the car are good, loving parents. And yeah. unfortunately, for various reasons, they forget uh, inadvertently that the child is in the back of the car. They exit the vehicle, and in certain cases, uh, with tragic consequences. So what we're trying to do with Eclip is essentially try and prevent those tragedies from occurring. And once again, it's a tool, a device, which is, enables busy parents in particular um, to help them manage their lives. And uh, we've seen many, many cases where the device is being used now and parents are thanking us that, in fact, this device is available. Well, for all of our years on the air and then some, we always love promoting anything, especially any tech that helps to save lives and especially kids' lives. So how is it that Eclip actually works? Of course, those listening on the radio, perhaps you're driving, maybe even with your child in the back seat, be sure to visit intotomorrow.com and see the video with Michael. And we're showing you how it works. But uh, explain to the radio audience as well, how does Eclip do what it does? Sure. The Eclip is a small electronic device. It's actually an electronic clip that sits uh, in the back of the car. It could sit on the uh, rear seat belt. It could be on the diaper bag. And essentially, uh, it works by communicating via a signal, a low-energy Bluetooth, to the app on your phone, on your smartphone. In the event that you exit the car, uh, the reality is you're going to exit the car, certainly with your phone and your keys. And uh, if, in fact, you walk a distance from the car and you haven't actually taken the child from the car, you will get a loud audio and a visual alarm on the phone itself, reminding you to check whether, in fact, your baby is still in the car. Excellent. And it, there are several things which are important to note. First of all, um, it, it may sound strange, but in other words, people leaving their car or leaving their car with their phone rather than their baby. But in many cases, and we can all relate to this, we are involved in conversations. Uh, we're checking out social media. You really forget in a way that they, there's a sleeping baby in the back of the car, really because the baby doesn't communicate with you if they're sleeping. And you're engrossed. We're extremely busy. And in that respect, you exit the car and your thought processes continue on what you're actually involved in. And it can happen to anybody. So I just hope that the listeners today don't think that, well, it could never happen to me. But unfortunately, it does and could happen to anybody. Sure. And being Bluetooth is very helpful uh, because obviously you can't get more than 30, 35 feet on average away uh, before you would then get that alert. Uh, so that's the whole point is that it's saying, wait a minute, you've separated. You know, we, we use them for, for devices and other important things all 
all the time with little trackers and whatnot. My yeah. goodness, you should certainly use it for your child or your grandchild. Um, yeah, and it does make a difference. About tw- I think on average it's about 20 to 25 feet from yeah. the car. The alarm will go off. Good. The other aspect which is important with in-car in other words, when you're driving, is that it'll actually tell you the temperature at the back of the car as well. Oh. So in other words, when you're driving, the app will indicate, in fact, if it's hot, too hot or too cold at the back of the car, which will tell you essentially if your baby is comfortable or not. And that's important because all of us experience what happens when we get into a hot car or get into a car when it's hot, should we say. Yeah. Inside is sometimes feels like a greenhouse. And uh, you put the air conditioning on, you feel it in the front, but you don't necessarily get that distribution to the back of the car depending on the vehicle itself. So this way, you can very quickly, it indicates very quickly if, in fact, your baby is too hot or too cold. So this little e-clip that I'm holding up, again, those are able to see the video at intotomorrow.com. As you mentioned, clip it on, on the car seat uh, bracket itself or the strap, or I'm glad you mentioned even a diaper bag, because obviously if you're taking a young child, you're having to take a diaper bag with you or, or you know, whatever supplies you might need. So this not only, of course, has the Bluetooth transmitter capability, but also the ability uh, to register the temperature, as you mentioned. Uh, so that's very Absolutely. clever. Uh, I'm assuming your response in the market has been very good for this product. It's been it's been very positive, and I think also um, as we obviously we're entering the, the, the hot summer months. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, cases occurring uh, all the time, and not only in the United States, but also worldwide. In fact, we're seeing, uh, in fact, legislation being passed in certain countries throughout the world, telling uh, basic or laws essentially saying that uh, children or babies up to the age of four, uh, parents do have to have a device like this in their car to prevent them forgetting. Uh, the baby or the child when they're exiting the car. So uh, I'd like to believe that we're contributing to the overall awareness of this problem because um, the statistics, unfortunately, uh, are not great. If we look at the last five years, uh, excluding last year, which was an unusual year, but the numbers have been growing constantly over the last five years. In fact, the last year um, on record prior to 2020, in other words, 2019, was the worst number of cases in terms of tragedies of children being left in the car for the last 20 years. So the problem isn't going away. And in that respect, we believe the ECLIP could be an interesting and a very vital solution to a, a growing problem. Well, kudos to you for not only saving the kids, but saving the parents as well. Because imagine as a parent, uh, you know, many of us are, certainly a lot of uh, of our listeners are parents and grandparents and so forth. It's it's bad enough if something tragic happens, but then you have to live with it the rest of your life as well, uh, knowing you could have prevented it. And eClip will prevent that. Um, first of all, I also want to thank you for providing many uh, for our hot summer giveaway. How appropriate too, because it's reminding people about the hot summer. And and this has got to be one of the most important items that we could be uh, sending many out uh, for many people. So when folks participate, they have that opportunity. In our remaining minute or so, um, I understand you have uh, some additional new product coming out that you've been working on. Yes, it's actually, uh, I would say, advanced uh, development of the eClip itself. Our our concept is, of course, at the moment it's a standalone device, as in it's a clip, an electronic clip, but we believe in the future the eClip could be incorporated within a car seat. And we've started building, and I can show the um, listeners or viewers, uh, devices which actually incorporate the eClip 
uh, within themselves. So, for example, here this is an extension for a booster seat, for example. Mm -hmm. Or here, for example, if you can see, this is a typical uh, locking mechanism for a car seat. And the concept would be that the E-clip would be incorporated within the locking mechanism of the car seat. When we locked it, it would automatically activate the E-clip, which would communicate once again via Bluetooth to your phone. That's this would awesome. obviously incorporate working with car seat manufacturers, uh, and that's what we're actively doing at the present moment, looking to uh, partner with these sort of manufacturers. And it takes a car seat, a traditional baby car seat, from a regular car seat to what we call a smart baby car seat. Yeah. It's, it's very effective. And the chances are very slim that you're going to forget when you first put a child into the car seat to buckle them in. Uh, so that buckling is going to be then activating uh, the E-clip inside. Terrific. And thank you for saving many lives. We invite our audience to visit your site at LFO. It's like elephant, E-L-E-P-H-O, E-L-E-P-H-O, LFO.com. And, of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Michael, you're always a delight to have on the show. We look forward to you coming up with more cool products, and, uh, and we're happy to talk about them and help promote you all the way into tomorrow. And it's a pleasure being with you. Thank you very much indeed. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Michael is the CEO of LFO. So visit us at intotomorrow.com. We'll get you there to his site. And again, kudos to him and his team for saving so many kids. And you may win one if you participate during our cool Into Tomorrow, remember, hot summer giveaway. I'm Dave Graveline bringing you further Into Tomorrow. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. As Into Tomorrow continues, 40% of American couples these days meet online. Are you one of them? Let us know. And as long as we hear you on the air and you tell us your story, you are automatically a winner in our cool Into Tomorrow hot summer giveaway. Notice I'm not projecting as I normally would there because I'm not allowed to right yet. Mm -hmm. But I will as the cords heal. You could use your sound machine and just play the yeah, sound bite. but it wouldn't and, be. That's true. And I it's could. in Miami, so would that be the Miami sound machine? Oh, okay. boy. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. If you'd like more information, text the word RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. Thank God Chris. my vocal cords aren't history. But the polyp is. The, the polyp is history, yes. All right. Very busy week this week. Uh, starting off in 1868 this week, American inventor Christopher Scholes patented the Scholes and Glidden typewriter. Nerd alert! This was the first commercially successful typewriter and the first to introduce the QWERTY keyboard as opposed to an alphabetic layout. 
After several short-lived attempts to manufacture the device, the machine was acquired by E. Remington & Sons in 1873. Remington, a firearms manufacturer, further refined the typewriter before finally placing it on the market in July of 1874. The Scholes and Glidden could print only uppercase letters and was a blind writer, meaning the typist could not see what was being written as it was entered. Great googly moogly. Which is usually the, the, what they would say when they realize they made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> In 1948 this week, Columbia Records announced that it was offering a new vinyl light long playing record that could hold 23 minutes of music on each side. Whoa. One of the first LPs produced was the original cast recording of the Broadway show South Pacific. Critics quickly scoffed at the notion of LPs, since those heavy, breakable, 10-inch, 78 RPM discs, with only one song on each side, were selling at an all-time high. It didn't take very long, though, for the 33 and a third RPM album and its 7-inch, 45 RPM cousin to revolutionize the music industry and the record-buying habits of millions. Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. In 1994 this week, NASA's Space Station Processing Facility, a new state-of-the-art manufacturing building for the International Space Station, officially opened at Kennedy Space Center. All systems are functioning within normal parameters. After the completion of the ISS in 2011, the factory was dormant for several months until early of 2012, when the building was slightly refurbished for the move-in of space companies such as SpaceX to manufacture, process, and load up spacecraft such as Dragon and its onboard payloads. In 1995 this week, Microsoft and Netscape officials met at Netscape headquarters in Mountain View, California. Notes taken by Netscape co-founder Mark Andreessen indicated that Microsoft offered to buy a share of its rival if Netscape would stop making Navigator for the Windows market. The Andreessen notes would be used later in the U.S. government's massive antitrust case against Microsoft. Aye, Dave. Three years later, in 1998, Windows 98 was released. Microsoft used the slogan, works better, plays better. The company said the new operating system would bring an increased computer experience by providing a rich feature set for a wider variety of users than ever before. Yeah. (laughs) Interest in the new release was also increased by the publicity generated by the aforementioned antitrust suit against Microsoft. They say no publicity is bad in the long run, I guess, no PR. So that's Mm -hmm. interesting that people ended up buying the new OS. Because of that, even. Wow. And this week in 2004, Spaceship One lifted off from the Mojave Desert in the initial stage of the first attempted commercial space flight. The aircraft was designed by aerospace designer Burt Rutan, built with more than $20 million in funding by billionaire Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen, and was piloted by Michael Melville. Spaceship One reached an altitude of more than 62 miles. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. I think we said thank you enough. Yeah, and goodbye. Enough and, enough. and goodbye. <laughs> now, what do folks do should they want to win fabulous prizes during this incredible, huge summer giveaway? Participate by letting us hear your voice by either calling 800-899-INTO, that's 800-899-4686, using the free Into Tomorrow app, or participating by clicking that Ask Dave button with the little microphone on our website at intotomorrow.com. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. 
All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text STAY to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text STAY to 321321. That's S-T-A-Y to 321321. On this Father's Day weekend, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. That means you too. And you? Well, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. (laughs) Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow at our website at IntoTomorrow.com. Yes, indeed you do. James in Nashville, Tennessee, calling in, we love you for it, using the free Into Tomorrow app. What do you think will happen first? SpaceX launching rockets with people in them from point A to point B on Earth, or supersonic jets that take us across the ocean in just hours? Well, James, neither is commercially viable. So the answer is whatever governments want to subsidize first. Realistically, we can build a supersonic passenger jet any day we decide to do it. But space launches are a delicate mess and can only be performed from particular places in the world to increase efficiency. They almost always get delayed, usually by days. They can't carry an awful lot of weight. They stress their ships in a way even supersonic flight doesn't. And statistically, they kill an awful lot of people given how few actually take flight in spaceships. Yeah, supersonic commercial jets are more likely, but either way, governments will need to extend some welfare to a billionaire or mega corporation before either of the two happens. Uh, just think back to the Concorde. Uh, that was a supersonic jet that flew at twice the speed of sound and was supposed to be the next big thing. Uh, but the planes were super expensive for airlines to buy and maintain. Tickets for a round trip were like $12,000 or more back in the 90s. Now, that's over $20,000 in today's money. Yikes. Uh, and very few airlines had them. So it's really no surprise that by 2003, the Concorde fleet was retired completely. Yeah, what a shame. I remember flying in and out of uh, Paris, Charles de Gaulle Airport, and they always have one up there, of course, because that was its home base. And it's cool to look at. You know, as you're taxiing in or out, you see it. And it's very nice. Too bad I never had a chance to fly. And as planes go, it had a very, almost a pristine safety record. And yeah. it flew for 31 years without one accident. And then it, and of course, one crashed until the end. Killed everybody on board. But oh, <laughs> if you don't get our free once a week tech newsletter, trust me, you want to. All you need to do is visit us at intotomorrow.com. A little box pops up. Put your email address in there. And then watch for a subsequent email to confirm. Again, that's at intotomorrow.com. 